Hey guys, what's up? Chip here. Welcome to the Chatterbot Newsletter Podcast Radio Series. I'm your host, Chip Smith. And tonight we have a special program. I am a blockchain expert. I run apps and apps in the blockchain. We use what's called technology, predictive linguistic data technology. We're using this set in the blockchain and we like to accurately not predict or hint probably more hint about what's coming in the future and we are teaching lots of people about lots of things it's been a very very volatile year in crypto i can see the stock market here on my screen we are at record highs again today the impeachment of trump he is obviously impeached in the house but as we say all the bots are hinting that it has to actually go through the Senate and that will fail quite badly. So I already see the news this morning, Nancy Pelosi sort of re-backing off on her statements of putting the articles into the Senate. And they know that it's, you know, it's going to be a large feat, let's call it that, if they want to get Trump impeached and out of office. Because as you know, right now he's still in there and we'll give you more updates later on, but I don't really see you know, too much. The The worst thing for what's happening with the government right now right now in the US is every time someone finishes work and watches the news, they're hearing the words impeach, 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 impeach. People are getting sick of it. And I do think that's going to work in Trump's favor in 2020, a year from now. So we will see what happens there. I want to talk a little bit about Bitcoin. And obviously with our what we're doing here, it's very, very interesting to see what's happening this year. Obviously, Bitcoin's taken a little bit of a dive this week. We've seen a little bit of green, but, you know, not too much to write home about. Technically, what's happened over the last couple of years, we've seen, I think in 2017, it was more like a social movement for Bitcoin. A lot of people were talking about Bitcoin on Facebook a lot of people that didn't have a clue what they were doing got involved. And I think that's what caused a massive boom. 2018 was a horrible year. And 2019, as we know, Bitcoin's gone up, but it's dropped 50% from the current prices of several months ago. For me personally, I do think that digital payment, or we are a lot, everyone's on online, either on their internet, they're on the phone. So digital digital payments, I think, has a very big future online in those regards. I think that, you know, we're not just talking about a technology here, we're talking about a movement, and it's a social movement. A lot of people that have wallets, you know, back in 2017 who opened up an account, they might have a wallet on their phone or their PC, they haven't really used that wallet. So right now, there's a lot of bad actors I know People are talking about it, but there's 44 million wallets out there. I don't know how many of those actual wallets are active, but I know a lot of people are sort of waiting for this white horse event to come. Oh, the big money's coming, institutional money's coming. We will see about that. I'm not too sure about that, but I think, you know, it's not Bitcoin is nothing technically new. Uh, there's a lot of experiments that have been going on with Bitcoin. 
And it's a huge feat, guys, because many, many years ago, I think, uh, probably talking about 2001, there was all this e-goal. There was someone who was always trying to do this peer-to-peer payment online. And for decades, no one really got it right until Bitcoin came along. The problem with that is, guys, I, th- I think that after Bitcoin, there was all these other coins, Ethereum and Litecoin and on and on it went. Right now on the blockchain, we have about 2,200 coins sitting on the blockchain and ready to be used. The problem with that is as many coins. I think Bitcoin is fine itself. And realistically, if we're talking about digital payments and digital currencies online in the future, I really do think you know there's probably only seven or eight actual coins that have a future. So a lot of these coins are scams. A lot of these coins are Ponzi's. A lot of these coins are just basically people who want their name in the blockchain. And I don't really think many of them are legitimate companies with a plan or have basically anything happening in real life, meaning you know, there's no real-world use case for what they have or their idea. It's basically an idea set in the blockchain, and I think there's going to be a lot of problems surrounding that. So will we see seven or eight coins survive in the future? I really think that is a strong possibility. I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on that. That's okay. Everyone has their opinions, but that just is, I'm going off data that I'm seeing and a spline of data that I've been witnessing a couple of, for the last couple of years. <laughs> so I'm just basically going on what I'm seeing. So a lot of these projects, you know, are either scams and I don't think they're really going to go anywhere, guys. And what triggered a rally in 2017 wasn't that. It was or, you know, it wasn't the other side of that. It was basically a lot of people were talking about it on Facebook, a lot of new people getting excited. It was more like the social viral boom. And I think from about 2017 to 2019 now, we had a high of Bitcoin, you know, near 20,000 in 2017. The really sad thing, I'm, I hate to say this, is I think Bitcoin had a, a very, very, had a really nice window of opportunity to try and get get out all the infighting, get out all the crap, get out all the scams. Unfortunately, if 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 starter that I'm looking at, I really don't think that Bitcoin has. Let's say I don't think they have succeeded in getting rid of all those problems. So they did have a window of an opportunity, and I really think that window of opportunity is starting to die down and almost completely gone. And I do feel for some of the people, because I know a lot of the people in the Bitcoin community are very, I've met some of them, very strong characters, very smart. Like you're talking top intelligent people in the world. And it is pretty sad to see. Um, I'm not talking about the Bitcoin price itself, because that aside is a different sort of a category we could talk about. But I'm talking about, you know, the future of Bitcoin and Bitcoin as a whole. I do think I'm a little bit worried about that. And we do talk about that in our newsletter, the link below. And I think that right now it's sort of falling on itself. There's a lot of fighting going on. It's trying to regain its popularity, but I really, look, I can't see how Bitcoin can probably come back. And I'm not talking about the price, guys, so so don't quote me on that. I just think when we're talking about um, people who are trying to pay in Bitcoin, you had all these websites out there with a payment option to pay in Bitcoin, it actually never really took off. 
So, like I'm saying, the digital online payment thing, I really does. Th- I do think that it has a massive future. Um, there's even CheapAir.com. They were there to accept Bitcoin. The CEO of that company loves to accept Bitcoin as payment. Um, it's very good because you don't have any chargebacks. However, it's not a large part of their business and the transactions online. So, I think crypto online and paying money online and digital money online. I mean, the idea is very good, and it dovetails with the fact that a lot of these millennials and a lot of us younger kids were online a lot more. And I don't think Bitcoin sort of took off with the e-commerce side, is what I'm trying to say. It didn't really take off with the e-commerce side that most people were hoping. And will someone figure it out one day? Well, I don't know. I, I really do think that someone will figure it out. If you can jump on that and you can figure out who's figuring it out before that and before everyone else, you can make a shit ton of money. So that's really the subject I'm talking about here is you have to sort of think three, four, five, six steps ahead of other people because where Bitcoin is failing, I really do think there's someone that can come up and step in the shadows and sort of, I, I really think that someone can over overshadow Bitcoin in a matter of time. I don't know which coin that would be. I, you know, it could be any of the 2200 coins out there, or perhaps it might be a, a bigger company like Amazon or Facebook or Twitter. Uh, I, personally, I think Facebook and Twitter are in a whole lot of a shitstorm right now with censorship and privacy issues and all sorts of stuff. And Mark Zuckerberg is, you know, currently in, in court a lot. But I really do think that is where the leverage is here. That is where someone could come in as a newbie and make a lot of money. Someone will figure it out, guys. I'm not sure who. I just think that, you know, there are a lot of negatives still around Bitcoin. And while people are saying, you know, why hasn't Bitcoin gone to $80,000? Well, you know, like I just explained, there's a lot of infighting. There's a lot of problems. Uh, You know, Bitcoin... Bitcoin is is the dinosaur, but I, I just think people have, personally myself, I thought Bitcoin was going to be the be-all and end-all. It's always going to be the number one coin, but perhaps we are seeing the slowdown of something like Bitcoin. And you know, just like the Olympic runners, you'll have that freak in sport who basically will win every race. And obviously, even the second and third competitors don't even have a chance because you have sort of that really big freak of a competitor. And then as soon as that competitor retires, then you get, you know, the new champions that come on. So are we looking at uh, something like this and a situation like this happening in the track? I really think so. If you asked me four or five years ago, I would have laughed at you if you told me that this was going to happen. But looking at our data and looking at what has happened since then, there is a chance, like I'm saying, there is a window of an opportunity now in the new term as we're coming into 2020 for a new operator and someone who can, you know, prove itself more in the space of, you know, the digital, not in the digital currency world. I sort of talking about more in the merchant facility world and payments and online payments, digital currency payments and that sort of world there. It's going to be very interesting, and I've taken a massive interest in this. We're doing a lot of research, and our findings for 2020 are totally different to what we were seeing in 2019, but we will be sharing that in our daily crypto newsletter. 
and it's been a ton of fun this year. Well, this year's gone very fast. I have been very busy and we have been working on a lot of things that we're not going to talk about in here because I feel that these are, you know, intimate data and intimate details that only need to be shared for people that, that are serious and that are real, you know, on our team. So that's about it from me today, guys. It's it's actually, look, we're about half a week away from Christmas, and I do love all the kind comments and the very well wishes you guys have been sending us, and we'll try to get to all those. Thank you again. It's been a massive year, and we are blessed to be living in such historical times, what's happening politically, and also what's happening in the digital currency world and I'm all happy and grateful to be a part of it. All right, guys, that's about it for me today. Have a great week, and and I'll talk to you all very soon. In the meantime, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, and remember to check out our daily crypto newsletter. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Peace.